Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, February 16th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Stargaze Week 50 Creator Chat. Let's take a listen. Do, do, do. All right, guys. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with our announcements, and people will roll on in. Uh, first off, stars are listed on uh, uh, Windex. So uh, you can now trade your stars on another exchange. Um, another big one here, uh, Leap Wallet has now integrated uh, Stargaze into their DAP browser. So you have another mobile wallet option uh, to choose from. So now we have Kepler, um, Cypher, and Leap. And more will be added soon. Uh, another, fun, uh, another fun thing is DeFi Yield now supports Stargaze names. So you can now search for owned and associated names uh, through DeFi Yield. Um, there's also a short guide to getting started with Handshake right now. Uh, I know that's new to a lot of people, so have a look at that video. Uh, Stargaze is also now supported on cloud, the Cloudmos alert service. So you can now get a, an email uh, if, uh, if, uh, if an NFT um, you want has, um, is available. And I think they have some other options on there. Uh, Game of NFTs starts March 1st. So there's 20,000 Atom up for grab uh, in phase one. Um, there are links uh, in, our, in our Twitter um, for you to participate if you're interested. Uh, Shane will be a special guest uh, at Crypto Mondays uh, at Sour Mouse in New York City to chat about Stargaze. Uh, also, the LP tokens from our uh, liquidity bootstrapping pool uh, finally transferred to the Stargaze community pool. So we have some um, protocol-owned liquidity there. Uh, for governance, there are a few discussions um, still going on in Commonwealth. Uh, the first one is to reduce, uh, sorry, uh, to to increase sorry, to, to reduce uh, fair burn from 10% to 5% and increase developer royalties from 10% to 50% of uh, fair burn, um, as well as uh, the once upon NFT storytelling uh, game. It's, uh, it's another contract. It's by uh, a developer in the Cosmos. His name is Fabo. Um, seems like a great guy. I've met him before. So please comment on that. It seems like a cool project. Um, there is a, an on-chain proposal right now um, for the development fund uh, restructuring. And while filtering should be out uh, next week, uh, we have three projects in community vote, and uh, we need two more for the vote to become active. And with that, uh, we, will, uh, we welcome uh, the projects for this week. Uh, welcome, Cosmic Camera and Block Cuties. Hello. Hello. How goes it? Goes very well. 
Uh, thanks for joining. Uh, let me see. Is is Block Cuties? Can we get you uh, on here? Just as a reminder, you need to be on your mobile device to speak. Um, but uh, while we're waiting for Block Cuties, uh, why don't we start with uh, with your project, uh, Cosmic Camera? Sure. Give me like five seconds. Okay. I'm now I'm I'm actually just uploading to Testnet now, so everything is is beginning that upload, which is is great. But um, yeah, this is a project we're really excited about. I'm working on this in association with uh, Don John of Disease Humans. And the general mm-hmm. concept is that uh, it's a raffle where you can collect shards and uh, turn them in for a... Let me, let me back up a little bit. The concept is that catastrophic explosions have shattered these once vibrant, once vibrant worlds uh, into cosmic shards. So there are 10 different colors of shards. Um, there's 1,000 shards total, 100 each of 10 colors. So when you mint, you're paying to mint a shard. And then you're going to trade shards on secondary in a goal to get 10 of the same color or 10 of different colors. Once you do, you're going to contact us over Twitter or Discord, preferably uh, opening a ticket in my Discord, and you're going to tell us you have them. And once you do that, we're going to tell you what to do next and then send you a one-of-one reborn world. So it's like you're recombining these cosmic shards into a beautiful world. And we have a hundred worlds of varying different types, like all the different kinds of strange planets you can imagine. Uh, each one also has a custom written like paragraph or two of lore about it, which I co-wrote with ChatGPT, which is, there's like a hundred pages of material. It's been really interesting actually. Cool. Doing that. Um, so each one has some lore. And, um, the most exciting part for a lot of people is also that you also are entered into uh, a raffle. So after the mint, uh, whoever gets the reborn worlds, each person is also getting uh, raffle prizes from a pool of, I think, 25,000 stars and 300 NFTs, which includes uh, a few space skellies. I think there are five space skellies total. One of them is like a really valuable one with a rare, super rare trait. Uh, 10 elixirs, a few hundred diseased brains, like stargaze bulls, other word devils, uh, TSAS humans. Uh, and there is like a base amount people will get. So everyone will get at least like a few, um, you know, lower price NFTs and like 250 stars. But the few, uh, you know, super winners, like the big winner of the 100 people will get three space skellies, including the super rare, rare ones. So that could be worth 10 to 15K stars. And then beyond that, some people will get one space skelly or, you know, an elixir and, and stars and stuff like that. Um, so it's basically a raffle for these prizes. Uh, and then after that, we're actually going to have, for the holders of these worlds, uh, for the next few months, we're going to have weekly raffles for small NFT prizes. And then we're going to stake a portion of the mint funds and then all collection royalties um, and the staking rewards will be paid out monthly uh, for at least one year to holders, uh, raffle to a holder of these reborn worlds. Uh, we may actually continue after a year, but we're going to say at least a year. And for the weekly NFT raffles, we'll do that for at least a few months. And then we'll see if we want to continue that or, you know, where we're at, we can change that. But we do want to support these worlds and like give them benefits like whitelists as well to upcoming collections, discounts, maybe in the future, small airdrops. We want them to be a utility token as well as a beautiful piece of, of art. Okay, very cool. Um, so how, how many total pieces are there in this collection? Right. So there are 1155. So there are a thousand mintable shards. And then there are 100 reborn, reborn worlds that uh, people can get by turning in 10 shards. 
And then there are 55 extra worlds, which we'll give away a few of, and then a few we'll keep and decide later if we want to do something with. But um, those are just kind of for extra use for the future. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like how you're gamifying the um, the the trading to have uh, 10 individual uh, shards or 10 of the same shards. Yeah, I think that's going to be really interesting because people could start accumulating and like corner the market and get monopoly on the blue shards. And then, you know, what if the price of blue shards is more than red? And like, how will that affect? Like, they're really interesting market dynamics that could come into play. So I'm really curious mm-hmm. to see that. This is your um, second or third, I think, uh, raffle mechanic collection, right? Yeah, it's the second raffle mechanic uh, collection from us. Our last one was the featured uh, Halloween collection. Right. So did, uh, ha- have you had this idea for a while or have you been building up um, these, the idea for this raffle over, um, over the course of some time? Yeah, it's a great question. I definitely, um, we've been building it up and talking about it for a while, but it's definitely evolved. Originally, I was wanted to do like a winter collection, kind of a raffle of uh, like you can either mint a, you know, like an AI morphed NFT of existing collections, like a, you know, like a Stardy. I made a Stardy in the snow, which was very, very cute. And so I was going to make like, you know, morphed NFTs of existing collections that you could get, or the other half of the time you'd get a, you know, raffle prize. But it was just, it was very similar to um, the Halloween collection. It was like one 50-50 shot. And we wanted to just try something different. And like, we were just brainstorming and we, you know, a few months ago, or if it was in December, maybe, uh, we started developing this idea and just, there's just more and more came to us. And, and we liked that it kind of used that raffle idea, but then developed it further and did more things with it. Cool. Um, can you tell me about the partnership uh, with Don John? Yeah. Um, so when I was first getting started on Stargaze, I just started reaching out to a ton of creators to connect with people. And we chatted and he was one of the people that was, you know, if you know him, you know that he's always uh, generous and like open to talking to anyone. He was just really friendly and like open to talking about Stargaze and NFTs. And we realized we both uh, live in, in LA. So we ended up meeting up and talking and we just, you know, connected about uh, some of our goals and NFTs. And, and slowly we've just like, made this friendship and partnership. And, um, you know, he's come to my house like every night the past week uh, to like work on this cool. collection and finalize things and help make selections. Cause there were many thousands of images for the worlds and I cut it down to, you know, 155. Um, so like there's a ton of curation and editing that goes into this. So he helped definitely make some of those choices. Um, so yeah, it's been a really fruitful partnership and then, you know, he also has a ton of connections in the Stargaze community so we can help market it and like bring his own unique voice to it. And it's been awesome. It's great. Yeah, uh, both of you guys uh, work in the AI genre. Um, is there something, is, are there things you learned from him and are there things that he learned from you or like what was the collaborative process like? Um, well, I think mostly uh, his, his work in the AI genre lately i mean he can speak to that more as well but a lot of it has been me as the artist and him like helping make choices and like build utility and like like be the brain behind the collection in a way and then like the individual art like ai stuff i'm making so it's been really cool collaborating with someone who's like not as versed in the tacticals of ai because he can also give his outside opinion and be like you know what makes sense uh, of what looks good um but I can let him to speak to that as well if he wants. 
Yeah, feel feel free to come up here whenever uh, whenever you want to. Um, can you tell us um, about making the art itself? Um, what was uh, what was the process like in this, and how is it different from the other collections? That's a good question. Um, I think one difference is I I had I let myself have a lot of room to like kind of play and explore with it. I feel like with the Halloween collection, I think I built out a lot of the uh, metadata first. So I built out like okay, I'm gonna have three you know, scarecrow type monsters in a field or something. And like, they have to be this kind of scarecrow. And like, I was trying to make images to fit uh, the descriptions. And in this case, I just like started with a blank slate and was like, I just want to make cool otherworldly planets. So I made a list of a few hundred artists I like, and I would like start making combinations of like, you know, mm -hmm. three or four of the artists and like testing in AI to like create these different styles by combining artists. And then I would just start typing different um, kinds of worlds and experiment and say, oh, well, this one is too populated. What if it were dark and stormy? Or what if it had like a giant, you know, globe that was leaking chemicals in the middle? And like, I would just kind of play off of it like that. And eventually I had uh, a few thousand worlds. And then that curation process was just picking the ones that really stood out to me. Yeah, the, cu the, the curation process uh, must be very intense, right? Oh yeah. Also, I I get indecisive because I like I can cut down you know sixty seventy percent of it right away, but then like the last ones, I'm like, but these are all good, and that's the problem. I think there are cuts that uh, we cut good stuff. It's just like we want to include only the best stuff. Um, but yeah, that curation process is like the hardest part for me. I think just uh, making cuts that are that are painful, you know. Yeah, I mean, we we have the similar saying, right? And in, in writing, it's like you have to kill your babies. <laughs> exactly, and it's it's yeah. sad, but it's it's hard. It was nice, at least, with the the lore. Like since Chat GPT, I used to write a lot of it. I didn't feel as bad as like killing babies with that because I could just <laughs> generate more and like uh, change it myself and add my own things. Yeah, no, but I, I, I think it's important to talk about being critical uh, on your own work and like the importance of cutting down, especially when you have so much, right? It's easy. It's easy not to cut down and to include everything. Uh, but then you have such a vast amount of stuff and it may not have like the same impact. A hundred percent. I really want to curate something that like each piece looks great on its own and like can be special to someone like when i think about it like if someone gets this world are they going to be like like this is special this is cool um i want to make sure everyone's happy with that and like in ai artists i really expect people might know claire silver i really like her saying which is like taste is the new skill which i think is so true like if mm -hmm. you're you know curating down like one percent of a huge number of images you've brought part of yourself to that by making those choices which i think is really interesting uh, interesting about ai art yeah, um, uh, the the tasting is, uh, you know, I've heard, I think, uh, the old old video of Ira Glass saying, uh, you know, you may keep on doing bad work or like, or like not the work you expect to be doing, uh, but as long as you have good good taste, you have uh, something to to work towards. Oh, 100%. I don't know if you guys have seen the viral video recently of Rick Rubin, but I love it. It's an interview with Anderson Cooper where Anderson Cooper is like, so what do you do? And he's like, oh, you know, I just kind of like, hang out and like tell people what sounds good to me and Anderson Cooper's like but you don't have any musical training or skills and he's like no none and Anderson Cooper's just like so wait what do you actually do and he's like oh, yeah, I just I just have taste and it makes it seem like he does nothing but he's like this very rich famous producer 
because he's a tastemaker. Like he knows what's good and what's going to be successful. That's so important. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, also, um, I want to I want to mention I uh, I just got a message that one of your pieces um, is going to be exhibited at NFT NYC somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if it's you tell us about event, but it's it was selected by a curator with Unfold Gallery, and it's going to be displayed outside the MoMA. I think like on the giant uh, display of a digital van, like it has these giant panels that are going to display art. So for a few days, it'll be outside the Museum of Modern Art in New York City, which is like amazing. I might go see it. I'm really excited about that. Uh, that's great. Yeah, hopefully um, we have some team members in New York, so um, hopefully that'll be uh, some kind of meeting or event for Stargaze there. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, also speaking of, um, you and Don John are already in LA meeting up. Um, I think you guys should start a thread in the meetups forum for other people to join you as well. <laughs> Ooh, that's a great idea, actually. Yeah, we'd love to. Cool. Um, also, uh, uh, Don John is on. Uh, hey, Don John, is there anything you want to tell us about the project and your involvement in it? So, um, yeah, I just, me and Harry, we're like BFFs right now. Um, you know, I hope we stay that way. He's a really good, you know, creator, smart guy, writer, uh, very artistic, very different from me. As you guys know, I'm a nurse. They're very technical for me. I do things step by step. And you know, doing doing this, you know, um, working with Cosmic, it's, it's made, allowed me to grow because now I can, I have a, a person to rely on and, and you know, uh, figure things out with. He's a good just a good overall person just to bounce himself off of and you know, I'm really excited to continue working with him. And, um, you know, this collection, it's pretty great. I love the art. Um, Kazi has done, you know, another great job. He's he's also done a great job uh, making too many images. Uh, he kind of does that. He, uh, he goes above and beyond, and uh, which isn't a bad thing. You know, we just have to cut down and it's hard to make these choices like you guys were saying, and um, but we did it. And I don't think uh, many people would, would object to say, oh, man, this isn't that good, you know, compared to something else we had. I think everything is really good. Uh, you guys should be, you know, pretty happy with the, the Reborn Worlds and even the Shards. We took a lot of time to, you know, pick them, select them, and then uh, with chat GPT to create the lore and you know um curate that as well so you know i i hope you guys enjoy the project and um yeah all right great uh thank you very much don john um now let's go and move on to block cuties hello block cuties hello welcome hi um, so um tell us uh, tell us about your project uh well <laughs> i'm sorry i'm really nervous <laughs> oh it's okay um, N nothing to be nervous about we're all friends here <laughs> uh it's um pixel art it's um 2023 nfts um there's 31 for ones um it's all hand drawn. Um, 
And I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. I'm kind of sad that it's over and I can't do any more. <laughs> oh, you, you, yeah. you could always do more in another collection. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, uh, tell us about the inspiration behind Block Cuties. Uh, why blocks and, uh, you know, not circles or octagons? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't know. This happened. You were just playing around on your computer and they just turned into blocks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, uh, can you tell us about some of the different traits you have in there? The yes, yeah, so um, there's, uh, I think, like 20 different eye shapes and, like, I think maybe 10 mouths, um, different color eyes. Um, some wings. My favorite is hot wings. Um, it's like, you know, like you eat hot wings. <laughs> um, and uh, then, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm nervous. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, uh, tell us how you, uh, how you find out about Stargaze. How do, uh, this is your first collection, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, wh uh, how did you find out about Stargaze and why did you decide to launch your first collection here? Um, yeah, uh, just some friends and been in it and um, they told me about it and uh, I researched it and it just looked pretty cool. Um, mostly, I really like art. So I love that aspect of it. So that's pretty much where I'm at with that. Um, and Stardy, um, I love her collections. And uh, I think that was my biggest inspiration. Uh, was, uh, was Stardy, she kind of inspired you to, to create a collection of your own because she does some pixel art? Yeah. All right, so uh, I expect there's going to be some uh, some homages to Stardy and maybe some other uh, projects in there too. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love. Like I said, I love the art. So, like all my favorite ones have little tributes <laughs> to them. <laughs> and um, uh, when did you uh, when did you come up with this collection? Um, what was the process to, to create it? How long did it take? Um, I started it in uh, November, I think, uh, October or November. Okay. And, um, um, yeah. Did you, do you work with anyone else on it or is this uh, com your complete brainchild from beginning to end? Yep, it's all mine. <laughs> So uh, you said you were an art. Are you an art? You said you're an artist prior to this. Um, was that digital art or another traditional form of art? Yeah, actually, this is my first digital art. So um, mostly, I just did sketching and painting. Um, so this was my first digital art. So it's been really fun and a good learning experience. I really liked it. So it's a good learning experience. Can you tell us what you learned? Yeah, so um, 
just like different techniques and um it's a lot different than um like different media so it's uh it's harder i think <laughs> a lot different to get used to um the programs i think that's the hardest part is just getting used to the different aspects of the different programs that you use uh, uh what programs did you use for this project um this one i used photoshop okay and uh, did you use hash lips or something for the metadata Okay, great. Um, and uh, what was the most challenging thing about this project, about getting it online? Um, the probably the like coding part for the um, launch, <laughs> like testnet stuff. All right. Um, did you um uh, <laughs> did you use Stargate Studio? No. I used um, Visual Studio. Okay, CLI. so you you went directly through the CLI. So you, so, so you uh, you made it a little bit hard on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not awful, but I had some complications, so that's what made it harder. Okay. Um, so so yeah so uh what was the um, so what was the most difficult thing it was just uh getting it online the cli yeah so i'm not entirely sure it happened but something happened with my config dot um js file so i had to redo it and <laughs> that was a little above my pay grade but i figured it out <laughs> okay um do you have any any words of advice to new creators here um don't give up and don't be down on yourself like even like the community vote i think is probably the hardest thing on people and like even if you don't get it don't give up because like you go up against a lot of great projects and art is subjective so just keep trying and um and pushing your project out there like marketing it and yeah yeah no no i agree yeah, the, and the community vote process i've mentioned it before a couple of times but just going through that process is great marketing um for the project you know we we tweet it you see it uh in the in the discord and there's just more eyes on it yeah for sure uh right now i want to open up the floor for any questions for cosmic camera or block cutie um request to speak and we'll get your question answered okay calico calico crypto oh you had a question hello calico crypto you're up hey uh so i'm like in a little office at work um can you guys hear me i could hear you great okay yeah. wonderful um i just want to take this quick chance to um I've never uh, talked to Block, uh, Block Cuties um, personally, but she has been super nice and helpful from the get-go on the f from the first day we met. So I just wanted to let everybody know how genuine her um, she the, the, she actually is. 
super nice. Um, super helpful. Any questions that I've had whatsoever, she's tried to bring people into my little project and it's just, she's just freaking awesome. So um, I just wanted to let everybody know, like super cool person, supporter. Let's go. Thank you. <laughs> Very well. All right. I got to get back to work. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we want to support nice people here. So excited to see you on the featured launchpad, Block Cuties. Let's see, any uh, any any other questions for Cosmic Camera, or Block Cuties, or Stargaze? Feel free to ask ask any question you guys want. Cosmic Camera, what about you? Do you have any uh, any sub, uh, any advice for new creators? This is now. Uh, more than one project you've had yeah well i think you know it's interesting also because like my very first project which is you know at the time it was the thing i was the most excited about um we still haven't minted that out and um you know i put so much work in it and the time i was a little disappointed but i think the attitude you have to have is like you just keep going no matter what like don't like when you're starting out even if your stuff is great it doesn't matter like you're probably not gonna attraction just because you don't have enough eyeballs on you and like people buy nfts because of hype or because other people are talking about them that's impossible to generate overnight so you have to kind of be your own advocate and like it's okay to be disappointed but like don't think it's a reflection of you or like the quality of your work you just kind of kind of have to keep going almost like no matter what like like tell yourself like live in the illusion that like you're doing the right thing and eventually very slowly it'll just kind of start to happen um i don't know that's kind of my philosophy like trust your own your own work and eventually you'll get noticed and things will happen if you if you show up it's about showing up i think and uh, i will notice about that first collection i will note if you mint it you can still be whitelisted for this collection and and get a nice discount so if anyone wants to just uh message me and i'll send you a link <laughs> now there you go yeah ne never give up just keep on going right if you were if the very first thing you did was the best piece of work you did then i think that there's something wrong like you're always totally. going to get better and you're always going to learn and there's going to be like new techniques and people you meet that'll advance what you do a hundred percent yeah and that's that, that's part of the story with uh with you and don john as well right like that was a collaborative effort to create this collection yeah i never would have expected this it was just something that um, you know, grew naturally and like, I don't know, I, I wouldn't have been able to plan for all of it. You know what I mean? Like you have to kind of, that's another good lesson of like, I don't know, letting things flow and letting things happen. It's that, like for me, sometimes I do kind of get like rigid plans of like, I'm gonna do exactly this collection, this collection, this and this, but like you kind of have to be flexible as well. Yeah. And I am also curious how, uh, how much the proximity to each other influenced the collaborative effort. Because you, you said both of you guys are in LA and you've been meeting up every day for the last week. That definitely helps because I think even there were days when I was like, oh, there's like nothing that much for us to do today. Um, like we could just work on our own. But then um, that was me getting water, by the way, that sound. Um, but um, uh, like, oh, there's nothing that much for us to do. But then we would get together and be like, oh, wait, but what about this? Oh, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And like, we forget, like, oh, when you're in person, like, you just can bounce ideas off instantly and like, you're thinking of things in like new ways to market, new ways to like do this or this. And like, it just comes naturally. So definitely that helped a lot. 
Awesome. Yeah. So um, I also want to promote again the the meetup section in the Discord to please, you know, if you guys want to meet other people who are interested in the same stuff you are and working together on the project, uh, please post there and uh, and start something. Uh, we have Kathleen. Welcome, Kathleen. Hey. Um, hey. I just had a question for uh, Cosmic Camera. I noticed you have multiple collections. Um, on also, I'm a big fan of your work. I know we follow each other and like um, have gotten each other stuff and stuff. But um, so I was wondering how you choose what marketplace um, to launch on, um, since you have like you kind of you know you have some. I think on Juno maybe. Tori. Um. Any of Tori the Tori collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was curious to see um, you know, why you choose a specific place to launch a specific um collection. Like why'd you choose Stargaze for this one? Why'd you choose, you know? That's a really good question. And I think that's something that I don't always know the answer to. And like I said before, like you kind of like let it like <laughs> like I don't know, you kind of see what feels right over time. Like with the Tori collection, for example, that was a new blockchain. And, um, you know, Don John was able to build a relationship with Tori and uh, get a featured spot. And it was kind of an exciting time. And we wanted to do something new. It fit in together with a lot of other plans we had. Like he always wanted to do uh, like an AI version of his brains. And we've been talking about that for a while. And then he was able to get this featured spot in Tori in that... Um, was kind of the perfect opportunity because he already had the brains on Stargaze. So he wanted to do another collection on a different blockchain. Um, and for Stargaze, wait one second, he's, <laughs> one second. Okay, I want the door. Uh, for Stargaze, um, just, you know, Stargaze was the initial place that we, we got our start on for a lot of our collections. And that's where a lot of our community is. So I think it made sense in that regard. And also like the uh, gasless nature and like the low fee nature of Stargaze, it's really good for kind of gamified transactions, I find. Um, so when you're, you know, sending in different NFTs and like collecting different NFTs, it's really nice to be able to do that in a kind of frictionless, uh, mostly fee-less way. Um, you know, like obviously something like this would not be possible on ETH unless the price were much more because you know, whereas our mint is like, what, like $4 or something? Like on ETH, gas fee, gas fee can be $4. And then you're sending in 10 NFTs, uh, 10 NFTs somewhere, you're going to pay like $10. Like, um, so definitely the, the nature of the platform, like what it can allow uh, is a big factor as well. And where the community is. And I think different blockchains also, you get a feel for like, they want different, the community there wants different things. Um, I think Stargaze in general values that gamification and like Rafa element and like, that kind of thing in a way, you know, like maybe Tezos is more about the art or Ethan is more about like, you know, conceptual things with the art or building. I don't know. But Stargate seems to value that a lot uh, based on like past projects, I think. Awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like reading the market, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, we have a, a crypto not SDK on. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thanks for thanks for your time. This would be a question for Stargaze for for you. Is there any news about the development of interoperable NFTs between chains? 
Yeah, so um, actually, um, uh, in the announcements, uh, I mentioned that the uh, game of NFTs is being organized and it's set to start on March 1st. So a uh, game of NFTs is kind of like game of zones where different blockchains uh, will join the testnet to try and break the protocol. So um, through the through that battle tested nature of the of the event, they'll uh, they'll patch up any issues and then release it to, to the public for mainnet. So it's coming. Um, it is being worked on on game of NFTs. Uh, if you are curious about it, the testnet starts on March 1st um, and you can be as involved as you want to be. Sounds great. Thank you. I will definitely take a look at it. Yeah, yeah. So um, we are, we're, we're doing that with Arc Protocol, um, IrisNet, uh, and a few other blockchains that are participating in Game of NFTs. Um, yeah, ch check it out. It'll, it'll be coming soon. Perfect. I guess that the idea is then integrating it in the Cosmos SDK itself, right? For So every chain can update their chains and have the module integrated. Yeah, um, I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but yeah, I'd assume it's just going to be it's going to be a module um, or like a contract that anyone, any chain can vote to enable. So both chains would have to have like kind of like both multiple chains need to have uh, IBC enabled to transfer fungible assets. It's just going to be the same for NFTs. Makes sense. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, um, and and I think to start with, there's probably going to be a certain level of rate limiting, um, you know, just to make sure everything's functioning properly. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that we did have a, a Twitter space with the ARC protocol guys, um, and I believe one thing that came up was like how royalties are going to be handled. So I believe royalties will not be transferred um on the first version of ics 721 um that may be changing um if you're very interested in that and have an opinion yeah uh chat with them in game of nfts i will i would definitely do thank you great thanks um any other questions from the community for cosmic camera or block cuties um or stargaze please request to speak and yeah i'll get you answered uh also i want to uh congratulate uh, kathleen on her mint out as well she had a project launch last week um she wasn't able to join us but uh, she did very well so congratulations thanks so much yeah uh let's see guys anything I, else? i'd love Block? to say one random just additional thing yeah. um just so when you do have your 10 shards uh when we did the halloween project i think a lot of people minted and they messaged right away like i just minted 30 seconds ago where's my raffle prize just keep in mind like this is all being done manually so like when you do get your 10 together just be patient and don't rush to burn them or send them anywhere just op contact us first open a ticket in my discord or dm me and just trust it'll be taken care of. So I want to say that because I think a lot of people were anxious about it with the Halloween thing. And um, yeah, that's all. Yeah, no, you've been a you've been a great actor in the space. People don't need to worry. Thank just uh, just be patient. <laughs> totally, totally. I think also I'll, people I'll might thought, think it's like automated, but it's 
I, I don't, it's just us doing it. It's like, we don't have an automation or a dev or anything with that. So, yeah. Yeah, I know we, uh, we, we always get question when questions. So I know, I know how that goes. Um, I think we have another person up for him. Welcome. Hey, um, a little bit of a specific question on, um, transferability for NFT. So, uh, we're actually going to be at ETH Denver selling our first collection and I'm going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, and we're going to be doing some of them in person. Um, and I'd love to find a way where, uh, obviously, there's going to be a lot of ETH people there, uh, that we could give them a bit of an intro to Stargaze. Um, it's kind of our, like, home base. Uh, so I was wondering, is there anything currently available where I could do uh, an in-person sale through USDC and then have these ETH people be kind of onboarded into Cosmos uh, without having to go and, like, download Kepler? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you want to you want to sell physical NFTs um, at Eat Denver and accept stars or uh, USDC? Would you- I'd love to accept USDC um, and then eventually okay. have the USDC make it uh, itself back uh, into stars. But um, the mm-hmm. bigger thing I think is like we'll have these NFTs, and if we do launch, uh, if we launch them on Stargaze. Uh, how would those people who are on like Polygon and over there, is there any system for them to kind of like get them in their wallet and then draw them into the Stargaze ecosystem or into Cosmos? Yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, let, me, let me just uh, make clear I understand what, what you want to do. Um, you want to sell these NFTs. Where do they exist? Do they exist on Stargaze? Uh, we have not launched the collection yet because we're just trying to figure okay. out a way so we can get either like both stars and USDC. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so right now, um, all NFTs need to be purchased with stars. Uh, with that said, um, you can have Axelar USDC um, on Osmosis that can be tradable for stars. Um, right now, that would probably be the easiest method. Uh, you can you can bridge into uh, Axelar USDC through Polygon, through Ethereum, um, maybe Solana, possibly. Uh, but if you go to satellite.money, um, you'll be able to see uh, the compatibilities. Um, the, I don't know if the, does that answer your question. Definitely, I'll check. Oh, not the, really. I'll, I'll check out. Okay. Uh, I'll check that out right now. I was more looking for like the right direction and I'll do some more research and go back into the discord. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, no. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I've sold Stargaze NFTs in person before um, at NFT galleries and events and stuff. Um, and how I do it is, well, um, setting up the Kepler wallet isn't the hard part. It's like the getting, you know, getting the stars, um, for them, because you know, you you know, if if they have ETH or USDC, you gotta probably go to Adam and then um, Stars or something like that. Um, so how I've done it, it's like a little janky, but I have made like a bunch of sales like off doing this way. So I will usually have my um, Kepler wallet and then send them Stars and then have them send me in ETH or USDC or even Venmo or PayPal, whatever mm-hmm. they want. Like if I, if, you know, you make it super easy for them, um, just scan the QR code, um, get, uh, send them, send them stars, the amount of stars that they need to purchase it. And then kind of retroactively, like, it's not like the most, like, 
it's not the best way, but it's like a way for now, you know? Yeah. So you're, you're kind of functioning as like the, the exchange or the market maker there. Yeah. Cause it just, it just takes too long and people get frustrated. Like I'm a UX designer and like, I know how little patience people have for mm-hmm. technology and other <laughs> things like that. So um, yeah, it's a better idea to just remove all the steps, even if you're not like teaching them how to do it at that very moment. In my NFT like slide gallery, like I had instructions on how to do it, QR code. My friend Camille wrote an article on how to go from ETH to stars. Um, and I can link that to you if you want and you can send it to people. Um, so like a medium article, but um, yeah, just make it as easy as possible for them. And that's how you'll get the most sales. Thanks so much. That was um, really helpful. I also want to uh, mention this. Um, I think we we talked about it a little bit earlier, but there's this wallet, Cypher Wallet, C-Y-P-H-E-R-W-A-L-L-E-T dot I-O. Um, It's on iOS uh, and Android, um, and it is... uh, it's like a multi-network wallet. Um, it includes Ethereum and Stargaze. And they have their own like like bridge with liquidity kind of built, built in. So you can transfer ETH to stars and back and there's essentially no gas fee. Uh, so it's really cool. I've used it before. Um, I recommend it. There's a, a browser within the, the wallet that you can access Stargaze and other um other other dapps that connect to kepler it essentially overrides kepler so you're able to connect to any site like stargaze.zone and uh, that may be another option you want to look at as well cool awesome yeah uh check it out um cypher wallet it's it's pretty cool uh sunny side welcome yeah uh i just wanted to give like two alternatives to uh to i think it's slightly different but if you can get people to download the Kepler wallet, if the collection, if you mint, uh, you know, most of it to your wallet beforehand, you could just transfer it and then just like request dollars and payment or PayPal as another way. Um, and then also the free minter. I, I don't know what the timeline is, but that should be close, right? Yeah, uh, it might be up before before eat the Denver. We don't want to make any promises on it, <laughs> um, but it, it it also depends on if you want to, like if you're trying to sell through a mint, right? Then it would not be a free mint. Yeah, no, the free mint would more so be like if you want to do just the marketing side of it, you could do a similar idea to like an open edition, right? But just make it a single image gets people kind of to get a stargaze nft um and not like too much effort on the creator's side so yeah no it doesn't really match with his original but i'm i'm throwing it out there as a marketing idea uh and also yeah if you're going to be there uh encourage you guys to do badges uh badges are also a very easy uh kind of you know inexpensive lift to get people on stargaze um you can you can claim a badge for free you don't have to have any stars um and it's a reason for people to download a wallet all right so yeah yeah and, uh, check it out um any any other questions for him um only around the so we do have to have like uh, them download the kepler wallet or have one that is cosmos com- 
compatible. It's not like I can sell it to like a if they have MetaMask or something like that. Is there anything there like they could do with the NFT itself? I'm just thinking most of the people I've been chatting with are uh, <laughs> Ethereum people, which is kind of funny because we're in the little Cosmos bubble and it's like everyone knows Kepler uh-huh. and Adam. Um, but I'm getting a lot of blank stares uh, from a few of them. Is there any way like uh, we could have like usability on their side before they've gone through that step? Um, even I'm thinking like, say if it was our website, we like uh, it's still displayed and we could do something to check both MetaMask and Kepler. I'm not sure what the state yeah, so is. We are uh, looking at adding MetaMask support, um, and that that's being researched right now. Some other Cosmos chains do have it. Um, in terms of how the bridging would work uh, within it, I'm not totally sure. Um, I think I think right now probably the best bet would be using something like Cipher Wallet. So, for example, um, if they have their MetaMask, they can just they can transfer their ETH. Um, to another ETH address, and then from there, like just bridge it over to Stars and kind of purchase what they want. So they wouldn't really have to um, download Kepler Wallet, but they'd have to download like a, a new thing. So I mean, it it is definitely multiple steps, uh, and it isn't the smoothest experience. Uh, but that way, they would still have kind of access to Ethereum, right? And they can just use a bridge that's essentially free. There. Perfect. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll have more solutions for people later. But if they're at ETH Denver, I'm sure they're technical enough. I'll try to get some new uh, Kepler or Cipher converts. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, another. So we are also live on Leap Wallet. I mentioned that um, earlier today, and as well as Coin Ninety Eight. So uh, there's there's multiple options now to use for your mobile devices. That's awesome. Cool. Thanks. Great. Um, all right, guys, any any other questions? Oh, we're getting close to our hour here. I want to be able to answer you guys. Anything? All right. Uh, Block Cuties, do you have uh, any final words for us? Anything you want us to know about your collection that we may have forgotten about? Um, just, I guess, that I forgot to say how much it's going to cost. So it's going to be... 35 stars for the whitelist and 60 for the public mint. Um, and that is going to be starting um, tomorrow. So, yeah. Freshman Friday. Uh, can you can you tell us how you decided to price it? Um, well, I, like I said, I really like art. So I just want everyone to be able to enjoy it. And um, I, I don't know, I just want everyone to be able to have access and no one to be left out. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, so everyone can afford one. Uh, so just as a reminder, the minimum mint fee uh, on the standard mint is 50 stars. So it's pretty much as low as it can go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, uh, do you have any plans for any other collections? Are you working on anything anything new you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, um, I, I do have some ideas. Uh, they're not really like ironed out just yet, but I am working on something. <laughs> 
Okay, well, we we look forward to uh, we look forward to seeing it. Have you gotten your stargaze name yet? Oh yes, I did. <laughs> Beautiful. So we'll we'll see it we'll see it on there in a couple hours, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Cosmic Camera. Anything uh, anything you want to leave us with? Though? I don't think so. But you know, if anyone has any questions, feel free to uh, DM us. We're always available. All right, great. Um, this is going to be a fun mint tomorrow, guys. Everyone look forward at 7 p.m. UTC uh, for Block Cuties and Cosmic Brains. And everyone have a great Freshman Friday. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Stargaze Week 50 Creator Chat, recorded on Thursday, February 16th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often ate the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements. Of course, we're tripping balls. And it reports it The latest proof ain't a way to move Change of view Just a bunch of pack of heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner Finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Rhythm. Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Rhythm. Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastise into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner Finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two